Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. I hope you enjoyed my show last week where I told a very, very personal story. It was the first time I told that kind of publicly. Um, And uh, I'd love to hear your feedback on it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Uh, Today, I'm supposed to have a guest, but unfortunately, uh, one of her kids got very sick and she had to take him to the hospital. So she's not going to make it. So it's going to be another one of these shows, just you and me. So uh, please let me know anything you want to talk about. Put it into the comments. Um, I have some ideas. Of course, we're going to start off with the section from my book. Um, and then uh, we'll we'll see where life takes us from there. So uh, let's get started with this little chapter from my book, Everyday Awakening. And this chapter is entitled, Trust is More Precious Than the Most Valuable Gem. It is not easy to trust someone. Trust is something we build over time. Trust comes with the presence we feel from each other. Trust is a sacred bond. When someone trusts us, we must take it very seriously. Whether we are, they are trusting us with their time, their money, or their secrets, they are putting us in a very honored position, one that is delicate and sensitive. For that trust can be easily broken by the slip of a word or a careless gesture. People trust us because we are trustworthy, yet to remain trustworthy can be difficult. There are temptations to break that trust, to share what they told us in confidence to someone else, to take just a little something that isn't ours because they will never notice, to tell that little or big white lie because they will never find out. And then they do and trust is broken, sometimes beyond repair. We break the trust placed in us because we don't value it enough, because we don't understand the sacredness with which it was given to us. When we deeply understand that there is no currency greater than trust, we will treat it very differently respecting it immensely and holding it as more precious than the most valuable gem. Indeed, trust is like the finest crystal glass in the world, beautiful to behold, yet once it is broken, it can never be restored exactly the way it was before. When someone trusts us enough to follow us, to work with us, to give us access to their heart and their dreams, it is the greatest gift of all. Where do people trust you? How precious do you take that trust? Can you cherish it even just a little bit more? So I I wrote this piece a while ago, and it came when trust got broken with a mentor, a teacher, someone who I held in high esteem and high regard. 
and not just myself, but, but many people did. And then it turned out he was doing some things that were not so cool that were really not cool to, and he hurt a lot of people. And when we found out, it was such a big shock because he seemed to help people so much to heal, to guide, to to show us a different path in life. And so because so many of us had experienced such wonderful things in his presence to find out that he had done something so horrible, it was hard to like reconcile this. And what eventually kind of came forward was he had reached a sort of a certain level and he stopped doing his own work. He was aware of his own traumas. He was aware of, you know, his own challenges, but he stopped working to unfold those traumas. He stopped working to deal with these things. He, he kind of acted like it's okay. I got it together. Things are great because he improved so much and he fell in that trap and it's a trap that we can all get in where we've done so much work and we've gotten to a certain level where we feel, Hey, I'm good. Like I got things handled. I'm good. No worries. Everything's peachy keen. Except that what happens is when we don't continue to do our work, we're not so good anymore because life continues to throw things at us. It throws challenges, temptations. It's sort of almost like when we become so uh, 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 in a place of influence, there's such a temptation, a, a place of power almost. There is a great temptation to use that power, that influence, merely for our own gratification. And that is one of the biggest traps people get into. And we can see it all the time. We see it in anyone who has power, in, in, in whether it's politics or, or, or entertainment or, or religious organizations or cults or whatever you want to call it. We, we get tempted with this uh, trust that people place in us and then we abuse it. We misuse it. And it's one of the saddest things in the world to see. Because we had been in such a position of honor and authority. And we've wasted it. We've carelessly broken it. And so when this happened... It really was a big wake-up call for me and many people in the community. And I discussed it with, with people, and, and I reflected on it a lot. And I realized that in order for us to continue to be trustworthy, it's something we have to constantly earn.
And the only way to constantly earn people's trust is to continue to do our own work. It's to continue to look deep in ourselves and see what traumas do we have to unfold? What needs do we have that are not being met? What can we do to show up in a better way, to be more present with people, to help people more, to show up in a way that's a true contribution? You know, it's kind of funny. Last night I, I, I got together with, with some people and and a dear woman who I have to have back on the show again uh, gave us this wonderful question. It's her favorite question to ask. Um, kind of related to this. And, and I'm going to tell you about it later, but, but remind me if I, if I forget. But that trust, that the way we show up in life is so important. And, it, and it's so interesting because we really don't value trust. And that's what this is really about. That's what this section of the book about is it when we really under, understand and value the importance of trust and get how significant it is in life, we would treat trust with so much more reverence, with so much more um, care. It would be more valuable to us than all the money in our bank accounts, than our property, than anything else. Because when people trust us, there's so much we can make happen. And when people don't trust us, there's almost nothing we can make happen. When we look around at the world and we see the chaos, the craziness, the division, and we're like, how do we heal this? How how do we improve things? Oh my God, things are so nuts out there. One, not the only, but one key element is understanding how precious the trust people have in us is and treating it with the utmost care. So indeed, after this whole experience went down, not only did I realize, like, I have to keep doing my own work if I'm going to continue to work with people, if I'm going to continue uh, to guide people and help people and, and do things, I realize that trust once broken is very hard to get back. And I remember I had an incident myself long, long time ago. I'll, I'll tell you about it when we come back from break. Where the bond of trust was broken and I was shattered. The easiest way to keep from losing trust is to understand how precious trust is. It's to value trust and really get that. You know, whatever time and energy and effort we have spent 
building up people's trust in us, we need to hold that so preciously, so reverently, so sacredly, that we would be very, very, very careful before we ever did anything to break that trust. Now look, do things happen beyond our control that might cause us to break trust? Absolutely. But when that happens, we can show up and explain our humanity and let people know, look, this isn't what was meant to happen. This is why it happened. And we can start to work to rebuild that trust when it was an honest mistake, when it was something that was beyond our control. But when that's not the case, when it's something that's very much in our control, and when it's something that when you look at it, it is was just a complete abuse of trust. Trying to get that trust back, I don't know. That ain't so easy. It's very, very challenging. So hold that trust. Whatever trust people place in you, whether it is the trust of a partner, a spouse, a loved one, a child, a parent, doesn't mean we do everything that someone else wants from us. Far from it. We're human beings. We're individuals. We live our own life. But that basic trust. Yeah, that's something really precious. And that's something to hold on to very, very dearly. Okay. So that's the little section from my book. Again, if you haven't gotten it yet, I don't know why you haven't gotten it yet. (laughs) You should have all had it by now. Um, And actually, it makes a very good gift. I actually gave it as a gift to someone last night. Um, Go to www.everydayawakeningbook.com. It'll take you right to the listing on Amazon. But if you're like me and you like to go to the small independent booksellers, just ask them to order it for you. We're in the major distributors so they can get Everyday Awakening from Sam Leibowitz. Um, and please, uh, I would love your feedback if you have read it or if you're in the process of reading it um, and you've reflected on something and, you, you know, you have a maybe a different perspective or, or maybe it's touched you in some way. Please, I would love to hear from you. Um, you can always reach me at sam at talkradio.nyc. I'd love to hear what how it affected you and, and what you got from it. OK, well, uh, time for us to go to a break. And when we come back, I'll tell you about that story of at a very young age, a very significant trust was broken and how it affected me so deeply, so severely and uh, what I learned from it and and how it um, shaped me. So and and we'll continue on and, and we'll continue to talk uh, 
about a journey in life. And I'll let you know what's been going on with me as well. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern time. That's 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time. And you guys in between a mountain and central, you got to figure out for yourself. And we will be right back after these messages. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy. And I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Today, we've got another one of these me-only shows. It's just me and you for the hour. So please uh, comment on the Facebook Live. Uh, let me know what's going on for you. And, you know, maybe I can uh, support you in some way. Maybe we can, uh, uh, you can help steer the conversation in a direction that really serves you today. So um, I just want to say, if, if you notice during the break, me looking down, you know, I'm checking my phone because I don't have my usual setup. I'm not at home, haven't been at home all summer. So I need my phone to kind of check the Facebook live and see if people are asking questions or or what's going on. So that, that that's why you see me looking down sometimes. Um, and, and, you know, part of it is I've been on this big adventure during the summer. And I, I don't think I've mentioned it on the show before. I might have. But um, it's kind of one of the gifts uh, of the pandemic and of this new, more virtual world we're living in. Uh, Both me and my wife, our businesses are all now completely online. And we've been kind of just working out of our two-bedroom apartment in New York City for the last two and a half years. And we decided, you know what? 
we can work from home from other homes. We don't have to be in our home. And so uh, we closed up our office in February. Uh, we, we decided to paying rent, like just didn't make sense anymore. We got out of our five-year lease, still had two and a half years left on it. And we decided to try something different and, and to be open. And, um, you know, friend of ours, we has been going around and she's been house sitting and pet sitting for people since the beginning of the year. And she's just constantly going everywhere. And so she told us about this website. My wife signed up for it and, uh, we got invited to, to, um, house it for this wonderful couple from Australia down in Encinitas near San Diego. So I was down in Encinitas for like four weeks and spent a few extra days in San Diego. And then I mentioned to what we were doing to a friend of ours. And, and she was like, you know what, I, I need to go to Europe to visit relatives. Can you house it and take care of our little dog first? And we're like, yeah, sure. So I've been up in, in Berkeley for the last four weeks. And then this, this coming Saturday, um, going up to Vancouver, I was like, you know what, I have all these friends and all these people I know in Vancouver who I've met virtually and I've never met them in person. I have other people who I've known and I haven't seen in three years. You know, I let, let, let's go up to Vancouver. My wife was totally up for it. We didn't even know like where we were going to be staying, what we were going to be doing until just like in the last week or two. So it, it's been a real practice of trust and, and just uh, kind of going with life. Um, and finally, we, we we got a couple of things. We're going to take care of a. Uh, uh, we've got about two different uh, sittings that we're going to be doing up in Vancouver, and then we're getting an Airbnb in between for a few days. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I, I, I've got some wonderful dear friends. I'm I'm looking forward to really uh, catching up with and, and meeting for the first time in person. And and so last night, I mentioned this before. Um, I'm. I got together and I got a chance to meet three people who I've never met in person before, but I feel like I've known them because I've been seeing them in these virtual networking events uh, for the last two years. And so, uh, and, and they were different places that I had to drive up you know, about an hour and a half North of, of where I am um, as a central place for us all to come together and it was so great to see them. And then I invited another woman, dear, dear friend, Dr. Maria Nemeth, who's the author of The, the Energy of Money, who's a wonderful person. I have to get her back on the show. Um, and so we got together and it was so good to have dinner together, to chat, to get to know each other. Uh, so so Machen, Ray, Michael, Thank you. Thank you for coming out. And Dr. Maria, always a pleasure to spend time with you. Dr. Maria, I've known for a number of years and we've met in person before, but I haven't seen her probably in four years time in person. Um, so it was really an honor. Um, and, and it was really uh, great to, to get together. Um, and, and the thing I think of is like, this wouldn't be, have been possible three, four years ago. Um, you know, a lot of people see this world and see what's happened and, and, you know, they don't really like a lot of the changes, a lot of things. And I get that there's, you really can't replace, um, you, you really can't replace, uh, in-person stuff, uh, with virtual stuff, but it does augment nicely. 
Um, and the thing is before, you know, I tell people all the time, if it wasn't for the pandemic, there's no way I would have taken the radio station and made it virtual, which means I wouldn't have been able to open it up. We wouldn't have a number of hosts that we have now. In some ways, it really forced me to embrace a new model. And I really had to trust that, like, this was a good way to go. And because I trusted and because I didn't fight the situation and I just continued to, you know, persevere, move forward and say, okay, this is what's in front of me. This is what I've, I've got to do. Um, it really allowed us the, this opportunity. So now what are we doing? We're, we're working virtually, both me and my wife, you know, her with her psychotherapy practice, me with the radio station. Um, but we've been in the West Coast since the middle of June, and we're not going to be back in New York until September. And it's been wonderful to just experience this new aspect of life, of, of, of being able to live in other places and, and work. I mean, again, working from home, but to be able to work and, and see what is it like to really live in other places. And I've only ever lived in and around New York City. And I've never been away from home longer than probably three, three and a half weeks when, when I went to China with my wife. I, I mean, I've never been away from home for three months. And it's been a wonderful experience. And I feel like when I get back home, it'll help me to appreciate what I have there that much more. And it helps me to appreciate what it's like to live in other places. And, you know, the theme today is all around trust. And this, this experience, because we didn't have everything mapped out, we didn't know what we were going to do. I was looking to reconnect with friends, which I did. Um, I mean, I'm a very people kind of person. I I want to touch and feel you. And and it's been great to like reconnect with, with certain people. I mean, the other, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I reconnected with a friend of mine, Jonathan, so good to see you, who I worked with 30 years ago. 30 years ago, we worked together. I couldn't believe it. And I haven't seen him in probably 20 years. Um, and, and he only moved out to the Bay Area, probably, he said about six years ago. I thought it was longer. Um, so it was wonderful to reconnect, but I didn't know, I didn't know who I was going to see. I didn't know who I was going to meet up with. And I didn't know how this was all going to work out. You know, I just sort of had a general idea of, you know, we're going to go here, spend time here. We're going to go there, spend time there. We're going to go there, spend time there. And so I really, I, I really appreciate having been able to trust that things would be fine, that the business would keep going, that, you know, even though I'm three hours time difference, I'd still be able to meet with people, still be able to do things um, who aren't on the West Coast. And I'm also in the middle, I, I, I may have mentioned it before, but I'm in the middle of building up this whole new branch of business to the training. Um, some of you have heard me mention my course before podcast your passion I'll, I'll, I'll tell you more about that later but I'm, I'm doing like all this work and and i'm still on meeting with people virtually every day 
and I'm able to to keep uh, to keep doing what I'm doing uh, while being in a whole nother part of the country. And it took a lot of trust to get me here. It took trust that I am like things are going to be okay. I took trust that, you know, my friends back home are taking care of our plans and that, that I'll be able to continue to, you know, operate and do things. And it wouldn't have happened without all the work I've done. You know, getting back to really valuing trust and, and the experience I had before. And I'm, I'm, I know I haven't told you yet about that experience young in life. But let me just say this, that trust broken is an opportunity for us to heal. It's painful when we're going through it. And I'll, I'll explain, you know, when we come back, you know, what I mean by that. But it is an opportunity to learn to trust ourselves in an even deeper way. And, and really, it, it's this whole summer for me has been an experiment and you know when you do an experiment sometimes things are not so good sometimes things turn out well sometimes they just turn out very different but when you're experimenting with your life the trust is so important and trust is what keeps us going and helps us to really uh embrace where we are in the moment And so I would like you to think about that. Where is life calling you to trust it for you to embrace something new? And sometimes embracing something new requires a help of a guide, help of somebody who you can work with to support you in dealing with challenges when you're trusting something new. So, uh, time for us to take another break. Uh, when I come back, um, I'll, I'll get into that little story of what happened to me long, long time ago. I would say it was one of the most painful moments when trust was broken and, and what I learned from it and how it still affects me to this day. I'll get to that question that was asked last night that I thought was such a wonderful question. And uh, we'll continue to talk about trust. So again, if you have any thoughts, comments, questions around trust, around trusting in life, trusting in yourself, uh, please put it in the, the Facebook chat. I'll, I'll get to it as soon as I can. And uh, I appreciate you tuning in today. And, and yes, my guest, unfortunately, could not be with us. Um, but I have another wonderful guest next week who will definitely be there. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. Howdy, I am Joseph Franklin McElroy, host of the new podcast, Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7 Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. 
This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern time on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I appreciate you all sticking around with me, even though my guest didn't make it today. Uh, this is uh, one of those times I, uh, I have to find things to talk about off the cuff that I haven't talked about before. So today's theme, uh, based on the chapter of my book, is all about trust. And this is one of those times where I have to trust that this is all for the best, that the you know, unfortunately, my guest had a, a family emergency she had to take care of. Uh, hopefully, everything is okay. But um, we continue to move forward, you and I. So we're talking about trust. And I mentioned earlier in the show that I had a very painful incident when I was younger. It was actually when I was in high school, it was a senior in high school. And it's one of those moments where trust is broken and you just feel shattered. And um, it, it involved my girlfriend, my very first girlfriend. And it was summer of my senior year of high school. And she was throwing a party at her apartment. Her parents were away. It was just her and her sister, younger sister. And she was throwing a party and a whole bunch of people there. You know, I invited people. She invited people, a lot of mutual friends from school. And we were partying and we were getting drunk and stoned. And, you know, I mean, very typical 70s party. Okay. Uh, This is nothing new. And. still hard to talk about it and in the middle of the party uh 
she goes downstairs to where her bedroom is and she, she had this um uh, she lived in this brownstone apartment with her parents and her parents rooms were upstairs and her and her sister had this big bedroom downstairs with this big like bookshelf dividing it and there was someone down in there and uh with his girlfriend and she was like oh i'm gonna go down and see what they're doing and i'm like no no leave them alone don't don't bother them and she goes down to, 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 to kind of spy on this couple and then this guy who was really one of my two best friends at the time it's like oh i'm gonna go down too and the two of them are down there and they were down there for a while and they were down there for longer and minutes turned into almost an hour and i started to realize what was going on and they were down there for really a long time and i remember there was this kid who like left his shoes down there and he wanted to get his shoes but but people were in there and and so they're like oh i'm going down to get my shoes and see what's going on and so i go down and i follow this person down and they, they open the door to the bedroom and they grab their shoes and i hear my friend saying hey who's there and just in his tone of voice and everything i could just tell i knew what had happened and I was crushed. And it was like, it was like a, something out of a, a French movie. My, my, my girlfriend and my best friend. And, and I would say they were doing it behind my back, but they really weren't doing it behind my back. It was like almost right in front of me. And just that bond of trust between yourself and a lover being broken like that. And I walked back upstairs and I sat down in a chair and I was basically catatonic for the rest of the night. I just couldn't believe it. And I was a fairly open kid. I mean, this was the seventies. I mean, if they had said something to me, I was probably like, okay, you want to go do something? Go ahead. And it wouldn't have been as big a deal. But the fact that they just did it at a party with all these people there and I'm upstairs and they're downstairs screwing around, it just devastated me. It broke me in a way. I mean, even my girlfriend had said later on that she felt like there was this beautiful crystal goblet and it had shattered. And no matter what you did, it, the pieces couldn't be put back together again the way they were. And she was right at the time. Because that trust was shattered. I was shattered. I just was like, how could they do this to me? My best friend and my girlfriend. At a party where I'm there with a whole bunch of friends from school. It was like my worst nightmare. And for a long time, you know, that I have girlfriends, sure. That I have deep relationships, no. I would say I didn't open up my heart again like that 
for probably close to 10, maybe 15 years. And then I opened my heart and it got broken again and I opened my heart again and it got broken again. And and what I've come to learn, and this is why I say we can never stop doing our own work. Because as somebody who works with people, and work with people in sometimes some very vulnerable situations. I could have ended up like that other person I mentioned at the beginning. I could have ended up a predator. I could have ended up bitter and angry. And I could be just taking advantage of women wherever I could. But that's not me. And I continue to do my own work. And I continue to understand that even though a heart can be broken, it, it can't be destroyed. And that as long as we continue to heal our pains and continue to heal our trauma and continue to do our own work, we can continue to be trustworthy. And one of the greatest compliments people pay me, especially when we're doing our ceremonial work, is how safe they feel around me. Because there's so many people out there doing work that they're not safe to be around. There are people out there who might be involved in different traditions and different kinds of things like Tantra and they're abusing their position and they're abusing the, their, their status and they're abusing the trust people placed in them. And this is why trust is the most precious gem. Why trust is the most precious thing we have. Because when we break trust, the way my trust was broken as a kid and and it was my first real heartbreak we caused so much pain we caused so much trauma and we don't even realize it and having been on the other side of that instead of me becoming bitter and angry and and just wanting to hurt people having experienced such pain myself it just made me say i never want to do that to another person i never want to be the cause of that much pain to someone else And so, look, do I maintain my trustworthiness 100% of the time, all the time throughout my entire life? No, of course not. I'm a human being. I mess up sometimes. I screw up sometimes. Absolutely. I do my best not to make it so severe 
I do my best to clean it up. I do my best to come forward. I do my best to do what I can to rebuild that trust and to to rebuild that trustworthiness because it is so precious to me. So sometimes these very painful moments in our life are the most valuable lessons for us because we never forget them. They live with us throughout our entire life. Yeah. And maybe that pain always exists inside of us. Maybe it's always there in our heart. But the more we do our work, the more we bring consciousness and awareness to that pain, the less it has to control our actions and our decisions. So yeah, trust is really important. Hope you're getting this. All right. Um, one last commercial break. Um, I, I still haven't told you that the most valuable question and, uh, I'll get into um, just finish things up around trust and why we need to still trust people even when they break our trust and why that's still how we learn. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. And we will be right back after these messages. Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day. And it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day.
And welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking all this hour about trust, the importance of trust, the value of trust, how it's the most precious thing we have in life, and the pain it causes when we break that trust. And here's the thing, you know, I've been talking a lot about having to do our own work. And in order to maintain our trustworthiness, we really need to bring our pain and our sadness and our, to our awareness and, and know what's going on. And this is why it's important to work with a mentor. This is why it's important to work with, with a coach, a guide, whatever you want to call it. Because someone who's outside of ourselves can see the situation we might be in in the moment from a very different perspective. And when we can find someone we can truly trust, who won't abuse our trust, won't hurt us, but who can be there for us, it makes going through all of these challenges so much easier because we have the support of another human being. Now, ultimately, as we go through life, as we go through the experiences that we have, whether they break our heart or not, it's all about the lessons we take from it. What did we learn from it? How did it serve us in some way? And look, I'm, I just shared, you know, one particular story that really broke my heart. It was significant to me at the time. Still significant, I guess. Because I can still feel the pain. But I am a big believer in Life happens for us, not to us. And that when these kinds of situations happen, there's a reason for it. And if we don't let it destroy us, make us bitter, angry, vindictive, if we use it as an opportunity to grow and to learn, it can really serve us. So last night, when I got together with, with my friends up in Davis, California, and I invited Dr. Maria Nemeth, who is a wonderful human being, a, a wonderful coach and mentor. She runs a coaching academy called ACE, um, uh, uh, Academy for Coaching Excellence. Highly recommended. If you're a coach, go go check it out. And we were having a wonderful conversation. And, and she said, you know what my favorite question is? And we were all kind of riveted. Like, what, Maria? What's your favorite question? And she said, what is the question that our life is the answer to? And when she said that everyone got silent for a moment. Everyone was kind of nodding their head. Like, ooh, that's a really good question. 
What is the question that your life is the answer to? And I guess reflecting upon this topic today of trust and the story that I shared with you, one of the questions that my life is the answer for, one of them, I'm sure there are many more, is how can we learn to trust more even when our trust has been broken and our heart along with it. And what I'm here today to tell you is, even though you've trusted and that trust has been broken, even though life maybe appears to not be so trustworthy sometimes, that ultimately it's all a lesson. It's a lesson in learning to trust ourselves and learning how to use that trust in ourselves more than in other people. Because when we do our work, and I'm going to keep coming back to it, because the only way to stay trustworthy is to continue to do our own work, to continue to unravel that, that onion, to peel those layers and constantly get to know ourselves better and understand ourselves better and see our motivations and our pains and how we've, the stories we've made over the years. But when we get to know ourselves so well and know our pains so well that we can trust ourselves with other people's trust, and that's a big one. When we can trust ourselves with other people's trust, then we're truly trustworthy. Then we know that no matter what happens, that we will cherish that trust. That we will do everything we can to preserve that trust. And the other person will know how important we consider their trust. Because we've learned that trust is so much more precious than any of our possessions. Because even if we lose everything, if people still trust us, we can rebuild. If people trust us, we can create a best-selling book. If people trust us, we can have a number one rated show. If people trust us, we can build up a business. When people trust us, Mm. we can be a real force for good in the world. We can also be a very destructive force if we abuse that trust, if we misuse that trust, if we take that trust and we don't hold it in such high esteem and we twist the truth 
and we make it all about us, not about the people we serve. When we take that trust and use it for our own ego gratification, yeah, we can be a very destructive force in the world. And so I'd like to leave you with this question. Do the people you trust in this life deserve your trust, truly deserve your trust? And how can we trust ourselves rather than placing our trust in other people? Maybe even just a little bit. Trust ourselves just a little bit more. Trust others to be humans. Because none of us are perfect. None of us get everything right all the time, myself included. I do my best to be trustworthy. I do my best to bring you trustworthy guests, trustworthy stories week after week. I hope something in my story today has touched you. I made you think, helped you to maybe view trust. In a, in a slightly more precious manner. If you got some value out of this week's show, please share it with your friends. Think about it. Really, take it in. And think about how do you tr- treat trust? And what can you do to be even more trustworthy than you already are? And how can you use that trust to make this world a better place? So thank you all. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you for tuning in. Even if you're listening on the replay and you didn't get a chance to listen live, I appreciate you. I appreciate you sticking with me. And uh, I appreciate you listening to the station. Don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc. You can find us on all the major podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, where everywhere, wherever you're used to getting podcasts, do a search for the Conscious Consultant Hour. If you could leave us a rating, that would be great. Um, it helps us to be more visible. If you can give us a review on on Apple Podcasts, and, and give us a high rating. That would be wonderful. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, coming up at 5 o'clock today, it's uh, Eastern Time, it's it's Frank Harrison and his 50th show on the network. Congratulations, Frank. And coming up tomorrow, it's uh, Philanthropy and Focus and, and Always Friday, uh, two wonderful business shows. And Monday, make sure to catch Sandra shows, The Edge of Every Day, a wonderful, wonderful show. And, and of course, uh, on our Tuesday shows, our Wednesday shows, and all the shows on Thursdays. I hope you catch Tara Lynn's show, The Dismantle Racism Before Me. She's just such a wonderful show. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you. I hold your trust very preciously and very dearly. And we will talk to you next week.
Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you on edge? Hey, we live in challenging, edgy times, so let's lean in. I'm Sandra Bargeman, the host of The Edge of Every Day, which airs each Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live with me and my friends and colleagues as we share stories and perspectives about pushing boundaries and exploring our rough edges. That's The Edge of Every Day on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Calling all pet lovers. Pet Avengers, assemble! On the Professionals and Animal Lovers show, we believe the bond between animal lovers is incredibly strong. It mirrors that bond between pets and their owners. Through this program, we come together to learn, educate, and advocate. Join us live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. at talkradio.nyc. post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be frank about health to advocate for all of us. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. 